0: The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans. Here's your local racing authority, Sam Chapman, with this week's Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome race fans, and this is the Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio, and I'm your host Sam. Here to recap a great weekend of racing with Formula One in Australia, MotoGP in Qatar, and the NASCAR Xfinity and Spring Cup Series would be at the Auto Club Speedway in California for two exciting days of racing. I'll get things rolling with the Formula 1 season opener in Melbourne, Australia, with the Australian Grand Prix. Mercedes would pick up right where they left off in 2015, locking out the first two positions in qualifying, with Lewis Hamilton getting the pole and Nico Rosberg lining up beside the Brit. When the lights went out, the Mercedes duo would stumble and Ferrari would be quick to take advantage, as Sebastian Vettel and Kimi Raikkonen would take the top two spots before turn one. Rosberg would fall to 3rd and Hamilton would receive slight wing damage after contact with his teammate going into turn 1 and fall back to 8th before mounting a comeback. Sebastian Vettel would pace the field until a scary incident between Fernando Alonso and Esteban Gutierrez that saw Alonso's McLaren Honda flipping through the air before coming to a stop on a set of tire barriers. This would bring out the red flag, freezing the field so track crews could remove the destroyed cars. During the red flag, teams would fit a fresh set of tires to the cars, with Ferrari going with the option or softer tire and Mercedes choosing the medium compound tire for their Stint. Ferrari would soon feel the effects of the softer compound and be forced to pit for fresh rubber. Rosberg would take the lead in his Mercedes and not look back for the remainder of the Grand Prix as he went on to score the win in the Australian Grand Prix. Lewis Hamilton would rebound nicely from the stumble on the start to come home in second, and despite spinning out in the final laps, Sebastian Vettel would come home in third in the Formula One season opener. MotoGP would also get their 2016 season rolling in Qatar for the 2016 MotoGP Grand Prix of Qatar. Jorge Lorenzo would absolutely dominate the Grand Prix, picking up right where he left off in 2015, Lorenzo would get the pole in qualifying and lead the field into turn 1 when the lights went out. He would lose the lead to Andrea None in the opening lap but regained P1 by lap 8 and never look back as he went on to score the win in the MotoGP season opener. Andrea DeVicioso would finish in second, and Marc Marquez would take the final podium step on his Repsol Honda. The NASCAR Xfinity Series would be in California at the Auto Club Speedway for the 18th annual Treat My Clot 300. Kyle Busch would take the pole and look like he was on his way to his fourth straight Xfinity Series win, leading the most laps Saturday afternoon, but as Bush was coming to take the white flag, he would lose a left front tire. With most of the field several seconds behind Bush, he would attempt to limp it on home. Coming out of turn four, fellow Spring Cup Series driver Austin Dillon would catch Bush passing on the outside, coming out of turn four. Bush and Dillon would almost make contact, but the three car would clear Bush and go on to score the win in the Treat My Clot 300. Bush would hold on to second, and Darrell Wallace Jr. would be the highest finishing Xfinity Series driver in third. Let's hear what Austin Dillon had to say following his win.
1: Um, the six car was behind us. He was, he was keeping me... Um pushing a little bit there he he came to me a couple times throughout that run if you listen to our radio conversation you can kind of hear it um i could save a little bit then pick up a little bit when i wanted to um but i felt like we had saved a pretty good amount the six started saving big time there with about six to go and so i did too and tried to draft as much as i could and um uh, ecr engines uh were good uh fuel mileage uh, i did my job Stopping did his job and sometimes uh things just go your way and today it definitely did so uh, i thank the good lord above for that and uh fun race i hope the fans like that last lap that was exciting a little bit of everything happened there tires flat fuel and hitting the walls and a victory so here we go we got the rest of the crew now
0: the NASCAR Spring Cup Series would also be at the Auto Club Speedway for the Auto Club 400. Saturday's Xfinity Race winner, Austin Dillon, and last week's winner, Kevin Harvick, would lead the field down to the drop of the green flag Sunday afternoon. The first yellow flag would fly when Chris Busher would lose a right front tire, sending his 34 Ford Fusion hard into the turn two wall early on. Busher would sustain damage, but be able to continue. Lap 49, the yellow flag would fly again when Kyle Larson would have a hard hit after he would lose a left rear tire going down the back straightaway. Larson would attempt to save his 42 before brushing the outside wall and then shooting across the track and hitting the inside safer barrier a ton, lifting all four wheels of his 3,400 pound Spring Cup Series Chevrolet off the ground before coming to a stop. Larson would call the hit the hardest of his career, but he walked away okay. Trevor Bain would be the next driver with tire issues. He would send his Roush Fenway Racing number 6 Advocare Ford Fusion hard into the Turn 1 wall, spreading debris all over the track and bringing out another yellow flag. Danica Patrick had a solid top 20 run going before she had an issue with the 5 of Casey Kane. Kane and Patrick would be racing down the front straightaway when Kane would attempt to side draft the 10. Slightly Misjudging her position. He would hook the 10 car, sending Patrick hard into the outside wall, ending her strong run just a handful of laps before the finish. Kyle Bush would bring out the yellow flag, which is two laps to go in Sunday's race after he would lose a left front tire, much like he did in the closing laps of the Xfinity Series race. He would hit the outside wall, spreading debris across the track, forcing NASCAR to throw a yellow flag to get that cleaned up. On the round of pit stops that followed, Denny Hamlin would get the lead, holding off the dominant car of the day, Kevin Harvick and Jimmy Johnson, coming off of pit road. On the restart, Hamlin wouldn't get a good jump on the field as they drove into turn one. Johnson, whose car had a ton of speed on the short runs, would get past both Harvick and Hamlin going through turns 1 and 2 and never look back. Harvick would attempt to chase down his fellow California native, but he just didn't have the pace as Jimmy Johnson would cruise to win number 78 of his Spring Cup Series career at his home track. The Sound of Speed pre-race picks would come home 1-2 with Johnson edging out Harvick, Hamlin would finish in 3rd, and Joey Logano and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. would round out the top 5 in the Auto Club 500. This is win number 2 for Johnson in 2016. Let's hear what Six Time had to say following his win
2: yeah just a uh, a fun race i mean I, I i love the rules package and how the car drives and then when we come to a track uh, like we have here in an old surface it is so much fun to drive the race car and so much that the driver can control um setting up passes looking for lines um really just just a ton of fun started 19th and worked our way forward quickly and i really felt like midpoint of the race on we were one of the top two or three cars and the longer the run went the better we were and um, let's see, two stops from the end, we pitted. The caution came out shortly after, and I really felt like I could hold on and race for the lead. If not, maybe move move back to second or third. And I dropped like a rock, and, and was pretty bummed out at that point, and wasn't sure how the finish would go. And then Kyle had more unfortunate luck here with the tire, and it set up that uh, that final caution and pit stop and I don't know where I came in in the pits but I know I came out way further forward than I did going in my guys just crushed the pit stop and a great restart Um, great driving car we weren't the best on the short run in the previous all the previous restarts but that that restart those two laps whatever Chad did with tire pressures and adjustments on that last stop car was incredible and I got a great launch off the bottom of turn two and was next to the four down the back and then I was just praying that I would hear um, clear as I turned into turn three and eventually I did and uh, at that point I felt pretty good about bringing
0: it home with just one more lap to go points as NASCAR heads into its Easter break. Kevin Harvick leads Jimmy Johnson, Carl Edwards, Denny Hamlin, and Kyle Busch rounds it at the top five in the NASCAR Spring Cup Series driver's point standings. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. would get his first top five of 2016. Here's what he had to say post-race.
1: Yeah, it was good. Um, we had a really good fast and all forward on the long run, and uh, that was kind of where we excelled. And, uh, you know, we were we were struggling on the short run a little bit. I thought we had a 10th place car. Uh, and then that uh, last caution came out, and um, my boys made a great pit call on Pit Road uh, made some good adjustments and, and had a good pit stop. And, uh, you know, we restarted in the outside lane, which was really good for us restarting on the bottom. Uh, wasn't very good for us all day. So uh, I was able to, to run the line that I preferred. And, uh, you know, I think we were three, four wide going into turn three on that last lap. And, um, you know, that was a lot of fun. This, this racetrack's, uh, always been uh, a lot of fun to race at this package is, uh,
0: has made it, uh, even more fun for us drivers. And, um, you know, it was a, a good day for us. This weekend, the NASCAR Spring Cup Series drivers take a well-deserved break for the Easter holiday. But I will be back next Wednesday to bring you even more motorsports news from the week. Until then, you can head on over to the Sound of Speed's Facebook and Twitter pages to keep in touch and up to speed with all sorts of motorsports news throughout the week. Before I go, I'd like to thank Beach Booster Radio. Without them, the Sound of Speed wouldn't be possible. Head on over to beachboosterradio.ca to listen to some great music, shows, and keep in touch with everything with Saggy Beach. Hit the podcast tab at the top of the page, and you can find the most recent episode of The Sound of Speed and all the other great shows Beach Booster Radio has to offer. Don't forget to check out the blog, where you can find the digital version of the Beach Booster publication, which is always great to read. You can also download the Beach Booster Radio app from the Google Play and Apple App Store and take Beach Booster Radio with you everywhere you go. That's about it for today. Join me next Wednesday for even more motorsports news. Until then, thanks for listening, and have a great week, race fans. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach.